Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. Gentlemen, welcome back to Pod is War. Pod is War is brought to you by the good folks at ChairShot Radio Network in conjunction with TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And use your heads, you shall, we ask, we implore, we insist upon you by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. If you appreciate the content we provide here at The Chair Shot day in and day out, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content is on the PBS side of the game because we depend on listeners like you. Going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. And as a matter of fact, there is actually... A promo code this week. This is appreciation week. So if you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, you pick up Jesus Did the Job, Save Tag Team Wrestling, Hashtag Journalism, the Corona Chair Shot logo, a bunch of other cool designs. But whatever shirt you like, and I know you're going to find one you like, I guarantee it, when you get done, you get to the checkout screen, you type in the promo code thank you because we thank you and we appreciate you and apparently so does Pro Wrestling Tees. And you will get what is it, what, 15, 20% off? You're going to get something off. So the shirt's not going to cost what it normally costs by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot T-shirt. And you're going to save 20% with the promo code thank you because we thank you. You're welcome, please. I'm Mr. Velvet Fights Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by Andrew Belaz and the commissioner, PC Tunney. Gentlemen. Howdy. Oh, well, that's high energy, isn't it? <clears throat> Hi, Chris. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastically well and only getting better, Mr. Tunney. How are you, sir? Fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. Why don't let's let's Fair let's let's, uh, let's break the news and bring them in. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. Don't mind if we do. From the Outsider's Edge, from Three Man Weave, and 
all over the chair shot airwaves and website ladies and gentlemen put your hands together and show your love for the one the only i want you to meet the baddest motherfucker in town right on right on mr ray cash i'm so i'm so pretty i'll beat him and i'll beat him i float like a butterfly sting like a big no. Should have kept going, man. That was great. Oh, I didn't. Y'all wouldn't give. Y'all was no selling me, so I thought this shit sounded whack. <laughs> did Did you not hear the applause that you stepped on? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> good point. The champ is here. So, uh, again, happy to be on. Uh, it's been a long ass day, and I'm about as I about to have the same amount of energy as Andrew's intro. But I can tell it's going to be a hell of a night because you called him by his real name. So it's going to be a hell of a night. No. (laughs) (laughs) I think he just likes to keep it, you know, fresh and mix it up once in a while. Never know what you're going to say. Good point. Thank you for having me. Hey, thank you for coming on. The pleasure's ours, Ray. The pleasure's ours. Real quick before we get started, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the fact that Andrew's Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing in the Super Bowl this weekend. And I just noticed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet that you have in the background. This isn't the new school. This is the one that had Captain Morgan with the knife in his mouth and the blood dripping from the mouth. The old school Bucko Buccaneers. Bruce. Bucko yeah. Bruce. Bucko Bruce, that's his name? That was the, the mascot's name, yes. Bucko Bruce. What, Bruce yeah. Camp? Bruce Pritchard? I, you know, I don't know. Maybe Bruce Pritchard should have done that instead of Brother Love. Could you imagine him coming out looking like Jack Sparrow with a knife in his mouth? Well, they they already had Skinner, so they could, he couldn't have. <laughs> Skinner. Skinner was like Australian, though, right? Yeah, but he still carried the, the dagger in his mouth. Shout out to Steve Kern. Sure, but he—that was more the crocodile Dundee side of the game, right there, though. Not a buccaneer, because <laughs> you know he has a nice, uh, the ornate, flamboyant hat and the nice pirate kind of outfit. It, it could have worked. It could have worked. Oh, so you want Paul Burchill? You know, who who doesn't love Paul Burchill? Minus the incest, but yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> was definitely smashing his sister. I'm killing nobody. <laughs> I, I was like, Katie Lee cute, so like I, I can't really argue that, so yeah. <laughs> you, you sick fuck. Hey, hey uh, Ken Shamrock Shani, did the same thing. That was what was inferred the with the, uh, that whole storyline. I just, wa- just want to make sure. Him. No, go ahead, Ray. I, I just want to make sure that we save that bit of audio where Andrew's like, well, if I can't blame him, I want to make sure we save that about the I incest. Butt That's the water new all cool the time. thing on Pornhub anyway. It's fine. I butt Dan- chug salt water all the time. No, not that. The incest thing. I butt thing. chug salt water all the time. How many times have you heard the whole, oh, stepbrother, I what are you doing? I butt chug salt water all the time. <laughs> all right, we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. I butt chug salt water all the time. Oh, I, I thought you were just describing rough sex. Your incest fantasy right there. But in oh, kneecaps. So <laughs> 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 
I, I, I blame you all for this, Andrew and Tony. I blame y'all for that shit. Like I understand it's pornography, and you gotta kind of up. You gotta continue to up the ante. It's the same reason why wrestlers jump through flaming tables and stab themselves in the heart and shit like that. I understand you have to keep up in the ante, but god damn, come it's on, man, that's white just people? weird. White people didn't start that. If anything, it was figure. Japan. It was Japan. If you if you've consumed any Japanese media outside of wrestling, they have a very big little sister, big brother, Nissan, like Oni-chan kind of thing going on, and it's been a, yeah, that's that's a big thing in Japan with the little yeah, sister yeah. having a thing and for the big brother. And knowing it's after battle. Thechairshot.com Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, we are coming off the heels of the Royal Rumble, and we are well on our way <laughs> on the road to WrestleMania. That's right, Ray. We're just going to keep going here. We're not even going to look backwards. It's like we're leaving Sodom and Gomorrah. No one needs to get turned into sulfur or salt on the way out. Here's what we're talking about. Edge is your winner. Bianca Belair is your winner. We got new women's tag team champions. Both of the men's world titles stayed put. Gentlemen, your thoughts and reactions and your enjoyment level as far as the Royal Rumble goes. I was just proud that a lot of your, your segue and your intro could have still been found on Pornhub. Sodomy, <laughs> it's fantastic. So I love how this just continues. So thank you, Tony. <laughs> fantastic. This is a public service announcement for your own damn good. <laughs> if you find your siblings, your mother, your father attractive, seek professional help. Doom, 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 doom. Well, how far does go? Because you know I'm from the south, and I know I got some fourth cousins that. Hey, I give him a look. Fourth, okay, maybe, but it's three fine. and up. Yeah, twice but... removed for through marriage or some shit like that. There's no yeah. blood. You're cool. Hey, yeah, fuck the wrestling. Up. Let's just talk about this all night. This is more interesting. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the name of this episode is Incestry.com. Incestry.com. <laughs> hey, I bet you get. I bet you'll get somebody buy a t-shirt then. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> or just I think like, we, we don't uh, kink uh, shame. That's kind of what we do. It's a family. Hey, it's a hey. family full of Olympic swimmers. They all have webbed. <laughs> they all have webbed toes. We we here at thechairshot.com and Potter's War. As I, I'm speaking for Potter's War, are sex positive. We appreciate all kinks. Uh, let's talk about the Royal Rumble. No, please. that's a bridge too far, man. No, let's, I, I appreciate that. Like, we don't, we don't kink shame here. Let's we, we will make fun of I you and shame it. you for everything else. Because uh, trust me, that's easy. But we don't. Thechairshot.com. <laughs> Always use your head. So Bianca Belair, Women's Royal Rumble winner. <laughs> I personally enjoyed that match the most out of anything that happened Sunday during the Royal Rumble. Anybody have thoughts on wrestling at the Royal Rumble? Nope. So anyway, what were you saying? Andrew? Man, I'm gonna be dis- disconnecting the Reverend in about two seconds. We're talking about Pornhub and shit like You're that. gonna get bounced <laughs> out of the pot as well, like the Ravens got bounced out the playoffs. Oh, oh, really? But it's not gonna change the fact that I'm gonna go right back to what we were talking about. <laughs> no, we, we can talk wrestling. That's fine. This, this, it's like uh, at the at the Academy Awards when the uh, the the person that wins the award starts talking too long and then they just play wrap it up music yeah that's that's study right now <laughs> oh, man. 
Okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, okay. All jokes aside, the, I think the Rumble was a 10 out of 10. I think they knocked it out the park. Um, I don't think there was a bad match on the card. I don't think there was a slow moment on of the night. I think, you know, there was a break between Bianca winning to uh, the Roman match, but I think that was necessary because it was a very emotional high. Um, but, uh, God, the, the every match delivered. Um, the men's rumble was a little clunky uh, for a second, but I think it was still good. But that women's rumble, Bianca Belair winning, you know, I know there's a lot of rhetoric about making stars, and that's a lot of that is bullshit, but you saw a legitimate star made and ascend to a level that I think she was always going to get to. Um, I mean, like, because, like, Complex was shouting her out. Hot 97 was shouting her out. Like, every major medium with um, some relevance in the black community big-upped Bianca over the past few days. And that's I think that's a big deal. Um, of course, you know, my tribal chief, your tribal chief, our tribal chief committed vehicular homicide um, and retained his championship. Uh, yeah, I mean... It was it was it was it was a really good show. I'm looking forward to continuing this bullshit rhetoric about who how WWE makes stars or if they can, and about how fucking old a person is manning inventing a fucking show. Cause like of all the wonderful shit that happened on Sunday night, that's what the fuck we're talking about coming out of it on Twitter and among the IWC. And another reason why I'd rather talk about fucking Pornhub than fucking IWC bullshit. Because it is it is maddening that that is the rhetoric. But you like, could you could just talk it. you could just talk about the Royal Rumble though instead of talking about the idiots or talking about porn. I just did. I gave him thirty seconds and talked about the Rumble for two minutes. You want me? To, what you want me to do? So I, I mean, the, there's the idiots do kind of hurt it when that's kind of our our bubble, as I know Chris likes to put it, since. We may not be the most hardcore-minded of fans, but we're still in the IWC. We're still on Twitter. We still see it all the damn time. And people find one damn way to dissect and to take away from what WWE accomplished between the Peacock thing last week and the feel-good story with Edge and Bianca and Rhea being the last two, which that's future right there because they're both young, you know, young women, you know, up and coming. And people love Rhea because last year was her year this looks like it's going to start to be Bianca's ear and everybody's wanted her to kind of, you know, ascend up a little bit. And it looks like she finally has, and they just, they find a different way to do it. But the funniest part is we did have a little bit of a a reference with when Chris brought up the Buccaneers thing, you look at football, football's getting old as fuck too. Like no one's going to go here and be like, nah, see Tom Brady's only been to 18% of the Super Bowls in Super Bowl history, but that's only because he played till he was 57 or whatever. But like, he's fucking old, but he's still playing at a high level. You know, LeBron gets the same kind of shit where he's played for what, almost 20 years now. And people are like, well, you see Jordan retired when he was like 35 and took years off and here that it's a different game. And you can say the same thing about wrestling and the same thing about Edge when Edge missed 10 damn years of his career because of everything that was wrong with him and spinal stenosis and God knows what the fuck else was wrong. So he's technically got 10 less years of bumps on his card than a normal person his age. So you got to just kind of everything. Everything is its own story. You can't look at it from black and white. Just, you know, here's a number. Here's this. Here's that. And this is why. No. 
it's everything has a story. Everything can be looked at in a different way, and people are just going to find different ways to hate on it. And it's bullshit because WWE hasn't done anything wrong really lately. Like every, all the lead up to Rumble was great, except for Goldberg's promo that was fucking awkward. But the match turned out to be okay because it was a Goldberg match. It was a slugfest. The right person went over. Reigns and Owens was a really good match with a shitty finish. But, you know, that that can only go so far on how much you talk shit about it. Oh, my God, they fucked around with some handcuffs. It's live television. It's live entertainment. Shit fucks up all the time. Could he have audible better? Yes. Who gives a fuck, though? It doesn't take away from the fact that 97% of the match was really good. The finish just sucked. I like the men's rumble a bit more than the women's rumble because it always gets weird. Like, when you get certain returning stars like Tori Wilson and a couple others, it's like, eh, it got a little clunky. That got more clunky to me than the men's rumble. But Billy Kay is wonderful. You know, Bianca going over was awesome. And then everything else, I mean, it was, it was a good show. It was a really fucking good show. And I'm supposed to be the one that likes to be the, uh, the WWE hater or, you know, talk shit. But no, like, they haven't done anything wrong recently. And Rumble was really fucking good. I mean, Hogan didn't really get Hulkamania popping until he was in his 30s. Steve Austin didn't become Steve Austin until really the twilight of his career. Rock, Goldberg, and you could throw Cena in there. They're the outliers. So miss me with that bullshit. Uh, now, getting doubling back to the Rumble, number one, congratulations to Bianca Belair. There's nothing about her that doesn't say star. Everybody keeps talking about stars. She's a star. I mean, she's attractive, she's charismatic, she's super athletic, she has a gimmick, because, you know, you got to have a gimmick in WWE. The the pony braid, got to have a gimmick, the pony braid. And her post-match win, that interview that she did, that was phenomenal. She was emotional, she started crying. That's how somebody would react when they win the Super Bowl, or that's how LeBron reacted when he brought a final, a title to Cleveland. Like, those are how athletes react, and I don't get, you know, not to bring that Mellon Farmer up, but Dave Meltzer, I don't know what he, the crawl that he has up his Ooh. ass concerning Bianca Belair because he's always got some bullshit to say trying to knock her down. I don't understand Ooh. it at all. And if if you agree with me, make sure y'all go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up the hashtag journalism shirt with the promo code thank you. You save 20% on it. And we can rally against those uh, IWC quote unquote journalists, okay? Who are you talking uh, about? Moving right along. Absolutely nobody. So moving right right along, makes sense. Goldberg and Drew, it was exactly what it needed to be. It was wham, bam, thank you, officer, and the right guy went over. Sasha and Carmella was a really fun match. I don't think it was as good as the last time they wrestled, but it was still pretty fun. We talked about the women's rumble. It was great. Came down to Rhea and, and Bianca, as you all stated. Yeah, the future. Point blank, period, without question really enjoyed the Kevin Owens Roman Reigns match. I actually had to go back and watch it because I missed the handcuff spot and okay yeah that was a bad look. Alright they fucked up. Shit happens. It's live TV shit happens. But you know that shouldn't take away from the match. It was a damn good match. And the men's rumble <laughs> goddamn edge man. You know <laughs> I should have known when he cut that fire ass promo yeah. the Raw right before Mania because one thing that I've, I've picked up on with WWE is that they tell you exactly what's about to happen if you're paying attention. So I should have known right then and there that yep. he was going to win this. 
I, I thought they were going to con- conclude the uh, trilogy with Randy Orton at Mania. I thought that perhaps that was where they were going, as opposed to just throwing it away on on a, a random Raw with no build with a okay match. But they've got other plans in the works. If we're to believe, and I think it's true, that he's going to be challenging Roman Reigns, well, they had to go ahead and move him over to SmackDown and wrap up that loose end. So I understand why they did it. I, I, I probably would have done it next week with a little bit of build to maybe try to pop a rating, but I get it. They got some other shit going on, and they're trying to get to where they're getting. But overall, yeah, this was a, a fantastic show. Were these the best Rumbles in the history of Rumbles? No. But at the end of the night, I was thoroughly sports entertained. To add to your point, Bianca Belair's special was on right before the Royal Rumble as well. So just to just to kind of throw that out there, uh, who would have thought, hey? But one big thing I wanted to touch on quickly is if you want to criticize something – which I don't even know if it's a criticism because a lot of things are going on. We missed the elimination of Bailey by Bianca Belair, which was probably the most important, probably the second most important elimination in the entire match considering Bianca would go on to win. Instead, we were watching Shayna eliminate Tori Wilson. You guys remember seeing that? Yeah, and and I have, it's an annoyance. But, number one, the camera work in WWE is atrocious, number one. We know that. We accept that. But, number two, I think that's kind of a necessary evil, if you will, because so fucking much happens in those rumbles. It is impossible for them to catch everything unless they time it and say, okay, specifically at this point, nobody else do shit but this. Like they do with the entrances. And it just happened. But, luckily, just like with Edge, his first spear back against Dolph Ziggler last year, we missed that. Right, showing the crowd, but at least, and on the live feed as it was happening live, they went back to it and showed it. So at least it wasn't like kind of thrown to the wayside, like it wasn't a big deal. They did fo- go back and focus on it, and speak about it because you're right, Bailey and Bailey and, and um, Bianca were the two main people the Brumble was built around. Yeah, I wouldn't be and, surprised uh, if that gets some post production. And then if you check out the Rumble in a week or so, you know, on the network or Peacock or whatever, suddenly they'll have the correct elimination as, you know, what they're showing and focusing on. And, you know, uh, yeah, I think that was that was obviously a huge botch because that was very important, especially considering the feud going into the Rumble. And we still have two pay-per-views before we get to Mania. So I could see a scenario where Bianca puts her position on the line versus belly. I, I, I'm just saying, between the two pay-per-views between Mania, I could see those two wrestling a match at one of those events. And, yeah, that was a bad look. But players fuck up, too. Like If that's all you got to say coming out of this show where every match delivered, kill yourself. You you want a hot take? Can I give you a hot take? <sighs> I, I think most of us you, bro. I can't. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I uh, you know, most of us believe that uh, Bianca is gonna be Bianca versus Sasha, right? Yes. Hit that button for me one more time. This is my last word. No. Bailey gonna sneak into that match. It's gonna be a triple threat. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, though. That that's a good hot take. It makes sense. It gives Bailey something to do. 
It's not like it's we haven't seen triple threats for women's division titles for the last what every couple what three or four times the last five or six years. So and and it it lessens the pressure of Bianca in that first time moment because she's still so new that she has two of the best ever. I don't want to say to hold her hand, but to anchor her mm-hmm. and let her still shine. I, I just think it makes all the sense in the world. That could help her shine too if they know how to direct the match correctly and call it. So and. Uh, and of course they do, because like Ray said, they are two of the best. And I mean, let's be real. We all love Bianca, but she's still a little green in the ring. She's still trying to kind of figure it out on in that aspect. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, that's not the worst thing to have, you know, two of the best women of all time in there holding her hand and making her look like a million bucks. Plus, what else do you do with Bainey? Ba- Bainey. What else do you do with Bailey at Mania unless you throw her in the, uh, what's it called, uh, Mr. Tunney? Andre the Giant Rumble. Well, I can tell you what the we call it. That's one, not though. how you. That's not how you say it. There man. isn't a women's one. Though. I don't have one for the women's one. I, we got one. We we call it the Ovary Trophy by the Royal because uh, the yeah. trophy is like ovaries. Was it there does. a women's? Is there a women's battle royal at the Mania? Yeah, remember it was going to be called the. Uh, it oh, was going to be the Fabulous Moolah Memorial one, but time? then Did they, they had do the that men's whole last issue. Year? Were they going to name a men's rumble after Fabulous Moolah? Because, fuck, I missed that one, buddy. <laughs> no, I said, did they, I said, did they do the men's, did they do the men's rumble last year? No. No, I mean, you well, must, he, no, it's a rumble. He's saying because you call it the rumbles. It's the battle royal, I think, is what, same. honey, that's what you're harping on? No, 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 I'm just, no, no, I'm not. Did they, they do did the, the royal, they, they did the Andre the Giant, and I think they did the ovary trophy one, both on the pre-show. Oh, okay. No, not Oh, maybe so. I didn't watch the pre-show. I just saw. Or oh wait, no, that might have been two years ago because COVID. I don't know. It's COVID. It's weird. They didn't do either last year in twenty in oh. in uh thirty six. Because oh. it was COVID year. Oh. Come on, you stop it. They couldn't get thirty people in the oh. in the building at that time, or they would have gotten fired or sued. Well, that, or well, that's very true. Yeah, that's very. Well, true. maybe <laughs> that's the best thing that comes from COVID that we don't have to do those stupid fucking battle royals anymore. Yes, but you had a special name for it, which is what t- which is what Platt was trying to get you to say, and now you're just buying time to try to remember what the fuck you used to call it. <laughs> oh no, I know what it's called. I know what it's called. I knew really what it's called. It's the Andre the Royal Giant Memorial Battle Rumble. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> and and for the record, Platt, you could you could feed her Bailey if Bailey. I'm not. You could feed her Becky if Becky comes back, makes her makes her uh, redebut. You could feed her. Bailey, that could be a nice match to kind of Bailey. If Bailey doesn't have a spot, Bailey bitches about it, going up to it to the show, and the night of the show she comes out and she's like, "I've worked too damn hard. This was my year. You're not gonna freeze me out of WrestleMania. Open challenge anybody." And then Becky comes out. It's a big moment. I think I think Rhea's gonna be Becky's after Rhea gets through Charlotte eventually, because well, Charlotte's still that. No, she's going to go after Asuka, but she also has to prove herself against Charlotte because Charlotte had her number all last year. So Charlotte's kind of her bar at the moment. And then after she gets through that, I could definitely see the storyline play out where Rhea thinks she's the badass, she's the nightmare, whatever the fuck they want to call her, and then the man has to put her in check. I'm cool with that, but they're both babies, but I'm cool with that. Becky won't be back till the Royal Rumble next year. That's a hot take, I think. What did you just say? I missed it. Becky won't be back until next year's Royal Rumble. 
that's plausible. Yeah, because the kid would be about a year old at that point. So yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that puts her like the people that thought she was showing up this year at the Royal Rumble. I don't that know. That wasn't me. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm not really sure what kind of you know uh, extraterrestrial crack you're putting in your pipe these days. But the women just had a baby like six weeks before that happened. Oh, blow me. I threw it out there as a potential dark horse. I didn't think it would happen. That's also why, for the Becky thing, I was throwing out the Rhea story. Because just like Ray said, she has to get through, she wants to go through Asuka. Maybe she doesn't beat her, has to do the Charlotte thing. That'll take us at least to like SummerSlam or Survivor Series. Mm, And that would be around the earliest I would see Becky. So those those tag belts came off of Charlotte and Asuka so that Charlotte can take that belt from Asuka at the next pay-per-view and Rhea can challenge Charlotte at WrestleMania. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I don't is, agree with that, but okay. I mean, I, I that there's that. Good, there is a good parallel there. I do like the way that story plays out. Because like I said, Charlotte is Rhea's bar that she mm-hmm. can't get past at the moment. So that, that would be a cool proving point. I just don't like how quick it is. But yeah. I, I like the I like it conceptually. I just don't like the quick turnaround. And I, I think Asuka gets her win back this year at Mania versus Charlotte. I think Asuka is doing something completely insignificant by WrestleMania. I, I think since we're doing since we're playing the I think game, I think that Vince realizes that he's under pushed her at these spots too long enough, or somebody's gonna say something. And I think it's Oscar versus Rhea, and I don't know if Charlotte's gonna have something to do with Lacey or not because clearly that's what her focus is gonna be for the next month or so. But Charlotte will be doing will be doing something else for well, WrestleMania. Marquee for something else. I, that... Charlotte will be fighting for the women's championship at WrestleMania, whether she has it or not. But do you think that Vince is going to be the one calling the shots? Vince hasn't been around since his brother passed. Vince was not Vince at the hasn't Royal Rumble. Been there. Just because he's not there, don't mean he's not running the show. Running the show. I said he hasn't been around. Not being at the Royal Rumble is not being around. That's not true because Vince will book from his house. Vince will book from the car. Vince That's fine, but he's not around. That's true. He's not there. He's not around. That doesn't mean they're going to do something that the old man's not going to give the okay to. He'll fire. He, uh, people he fires on a regular basis, I don't mean shit. He fired, he fired George uh, the Barrios. The thing is, though, things and, that are... And they, they made the most money in ever, see, and he fired them the most money they ever made. The thing about Vince not being around is things aren't getting rewritten throughout the entire day. Things are getting prepared throughout the entire day. And you look at the ratings are up now, and people are saying they're enjoying the shows more. So maybe not the consistent second-guessing is the problem that Vince is having over the last four to five months when everybody's been complaining about how bad Raw has been. Well, y'all know the problem I think Vince is having. I'm not going to rehash that here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so the, the, the fact of the matter is it was a very enjoyable rumble. If you didn't like it, you just don't watch you just don't like wrestling and maybe you should go what I don't know what you're gonna do. Go play with Pikachu or go throw some pong cards or whatever the fuck. I don't care what you do. Just stay out of wrestling because we don't throw want you. Some we don't what? need what you. was that like? what? I think you meant Did you po- say pong? Take pong? the take the N out of there. Take the N out. What the fuck is a Pog, Pog. card? Because they were bottle caps. I think, he, I think he meant Pog, not Pong. But those were bottle caps. And Never. they haven't been relevant since the 90s. It could have been. Shut <laughs> up! I'm segueing! 
To the 90s? We're segueing to the 90s? Bottom line. Bandwagon Nerds has a 90s project coming up, motherfucker. Not Pot is War. You fucking stop that. (laughs) And you can catch Bandwagon Nerds every Monday on thechairshot.com. And See, you can catch these three lick my tank because they're <laughs> pissing me off right now. I don't think that's true. The fact of the matter is, at the end of the night, Sunday, the Royal Rumble, the rated R superstar had his hand raised as he went bell to bell, the number one entrant in the Royal Rumble, and ended up winning the Royal Rumble. Which leads us into a very interesting topic, too. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat, I hate your t-shirts, I hate your wristbands, I hate your shoes, I hate your music, I hate the C-Nation, I hate everything that you stand for. It is no coincidence that Edge continues to cut fire promos such as the one he did on John Cena back in the day. Ray, you brought it up already. People are upset about him being a part-timer or being old, but honestly, I would say to that, Who's the only part-timer that is actually going to come back and be full-time for WrestleMania season? Because as we sit here, Edge is going to be on NXT tonight. Which brings me to the point I wanted to make and ask you guys this question, which I brought up in the chat. I was on Twitter today, and I put up a poll. I said, who do you want to see Edge face? Because he's going to NXT, I put Finn Balor on there. Edge, Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, or other. And somebody playfully, you know, tweeted back. Other, I don't understand, is can he challenge someone from another company? You know, LOL. And we had a little fun play back and forth. But my question is, what if, and it's a big what if, it's a big suspension of disbelief, Edge could really challenge any champion in the entire world of professional wrestling he wanted to. Now, what would that mean for the fans? What would each matchup look like? What would you be most intrigued to see? And and how, how interested are you in that concept? Andrew, I know you had an initial knee-jerk reaction, and I've been waiting all day for it since you texted me almost immediately back after I asked this insane question. So why don't you go ahead and give that reaction while Ray thinks about his answer to that question? Sure. My reaction. Why? Like, what? why... Would he want to face anybody else? Right. What What does that do for him? No, 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 no. no. Here, here's Here's where I'm going with the reaction, is that there is nobody else that would work better with Edge being in that WWE style for as long as he has, and with the most exposure. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and go Kota Ibushi because that's gonna be a fucking trash match. Kota Ibushi's gonna want to get dropped on his neck. Edge doesn't have a neck to get dropped on, and then it's gonna be awkward as shit. Nobody wants to see a Kenny Omega match because it's the same fucking thing and it's the same concept as Ibushi, where it's gonna be a lot of flair, a lot of flip, and a lot of a lot of knee strikes because V triggers 24/7 because that's all fucking Omega does. And we know when he's not fucking playing Kenny Olivier with his hands, and you know what the fuck you gonna do there, Rich Swan. Would you have paid to see Edge versus Rich Swan on 205 Live? No. <laughs> like so, where else do we go with this? So here's the thing, I don't, though. No, 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 no. Here's my point: is that I just don't see a reason that Edge would even want to play with that concept because there is no no league equal for dream matches or whatever that he would want to challenge for. If he was already champion and accepting all challengers then I think we could play in this dream match bubble a little bit better. 
But if he's got the if he's got the contract, why would you go outside of WWE? So much like the question I asked, which related specifically to inside of WWE, other is an option. Whereas you could say, boy, I would really love to have this person as champion in this company and have Edge face them. Do you know what I'm saying? It's more of like just kind of dream matchups for Edge because he even went out there so much to have an interview and talk about all the different people he wants to work with. Like okay. the, the, the matchup he had with AJ and Seth Rollins in the Rumble, he's like, these matches need to happen. He goes, I feel like I'm young in my career, like again, and there's all these great people that I haven't worked with yet. So that's what makes me feel like Edge is going to be around all the time for as long as he's going to be around. So let me re-ask the question then and make it a little better for you. Who are dream matchups outside of the WWE for a guy like Edge then? If you were a fan and you wanted to see that happen, is that better? As the as another oh, no, company's champion, like because I put it to you this way. Jay Lethal just re-signed with ROH. Could you imagine mm-hmm. Edge and Jay Lethal having a matchup for a world championship? I, yeah, it'd be okay. I mean, like, Lethal, wow. slowed, no, Lethal slowed down a lot the last couple of years when I was watching ROH. And wow. he, he's not where he used to be. Obviously, Okada'd be good. But honest, you know, if, if I could make anybody a champion to face him or to him challenge, Moose. Because th- there's a good story there because it's a battle of two different spears. Moose is big. Moose has really proven himself over the last couple months. I know Chris was high on him years ago, but I just he just was too green and I just couldn't get behind him. But the last about six months or so, he's figured it out. And I think that would be a lot of fun. Edge versus Moose for you know, dueling spears and a little bit of a size discrepancy clash of styles. It'd be fun. Okay. So just real quick, yeah, Ray, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. want to interject real quick so I can shit on what Andrew said, and then I, I see the floor to you. <clears throat> so, number one, outside of WWE, Abushi versus Edge, I find that very intriguing. It, it, it's no secret no. my love for Coda, I've declared it on these airways numerous times, uh-huh. and I promise it's—I promise it's strictly I think platonic. It's blinding you a little bit, but continue. It's, it's strictly platonic. Okay. The golden star is Black in your eyes, buddy. You might want to wear some shades. Blinded by... oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Omega and Edge. That's interesting. <laughs> no, no. Hear me out. That's interesting sorry, because I threw up in my you... mouth a little bit. Shut <laughs> up. You could play the whole young lion versus old lion, old head versus the young guy. They're both from Canada. Who's he, young? You know, they... Shut up. Like 37. I'm... Be quiet. Mr. A. She ain't young. Shut up. <laughs> you you could play the whole, oh, I looked up to you when I was a kid, and you're the reason I got into the industry car with Omega and Edge, yada, yada, yada. Obviously, I think that Roman Reigns is the best matchup and the most marquee matchup out there for Edge, but I did want to throw another name out here that I think would be kind of intriguing. Jacob Fatu, MLW world champion. I absolutely love Jacob Fatu. And for my money, he is the he's the one wrestler that's not in the majors. When I say majors, the E, mm-hmm. um, uh, AEW, New Japan, he's the one guy out there that's not in one of those companies currently that has the most potential star power. And I, I, I think that a program and a match with them could be very interesting. But obviously, Roman is the money match. Now, Mr. Cash, I see the floor to you, sir. So, uh, I have... Forgive my stream of consciousness. Number one, uh, Tony, there was one world champion within WWE you didn't mention. Walter. 
That'd be a hell of a match. <clears throat> That's fine, but I there's no way in hell he's challenging for the NXT UK match. But I agree that that's probably one of the better matchups outside of the you know the three Raw SmackDown yeah. and and yeah, I agree. Secondly, um, I want to point out to those of to those bitching about Edge's age or whatever the situation is, all that shit is is the nuance matters, right? Andrew mentioned that your boy was out for 10 years and that's 10 less years on his bump card. When he retired, when he had, when he was forced to retire, he wasn't going to retire. He was still planning to keep, keep going. So like we would have gotten three, four, five, six, however many more years of edge had he literally not had such a bad neck injury. He couldn't literally fall in the shower without risk of paralysis. Right. Uh, um, so yeah, nuance matters. To answer your question in terms of a wide scope outside of WWE, um, I think him versus John Moxley would be fun. I think that'd be a fun match. Um, but I think the best match, and this isn't me trying to be biased or trying to toot my own horn or, or big up my guy, but the best heel in the business is Jay White. And what Jay White could get out of Edge, the the fire that he could get out of Edge, the he. The way we felt about Edge when Seth Rollins threatened to break his neck and kill him is what Jay White could do to him on a regular basis. And I think if we're talking about building a match, yeah, Spear versus Spear is always fun. It's old and gets antiquated, but it's fun. So the Moose match I, I get, Moose, Moose is bigger. Moose is way extremely agile for a man that big. I get you. Yeah, that's cool. But in terms of like building a match from a psychology standpoint, in ring and in the actual building of the feud, I think Jay White is the perfect foil for a guy like Edge, grizzled old, grizzled old vet. Word to Zach Gibson, um, with the grit, and you know I'm out here proving that I still got it, and you know I don't, I have to make, I have to test myself because I'm not sure if if I can do this anymore. And Jay is the perfect guy to take that, flip it, and not only look great in the process but make Edge look better than what he already looked like. You put that really well. <clears throat> it's, it's hard to argue. The, the, I think the only other person in New Japan at least that does psychology better is Tanahashi. So yep. that, but Tanahashi's that been doing be... it for tw- 15 plus 20 years. Oh no I agree because I mean we brought it up when the J rumors started a couple weeks ago that J, J wrestles like Triple H and J wrestles very WWE so he's all good at the the Randy Orton pace for the nod to uh, Greg DeMarco's Chair Shot Radio name, and uh, it's 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 good, and it works perfectly with that methodical heel style, and I, I appreciate that, and that that's a damn good good choice, Ray. Speaking you, speaking of Jay White, we'll be right back. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. 
with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay White will not be coming to WWE. Vince McMahon, have you ever heard of Jay White? Apparently the answer to that question is no. I would love to... Oh, no. I would love to start today's topic with our very good friend of show, very good friend of mine. I love working with him all across the board, sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. Mr. Ray Cash, what level of disappointment are you feeling and frustration that apparently Vince McMahon does not know who Jay White is? <laughs> you mad, you mad. Cameron meme. <laughs> you bad doggy. I got dirt on you, doggy. I'll be getting at you in a minute. <laughs> Aw, I'm good, I'm good. So you peace. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Right, there's a go. tan there's a tan requirement in WWE, and quite frankly, I don't think raw chicken Jay Wright meets it, sir. Be fair, he is from New Zealand, so he got more tan than anybody. Um, all right, y'all ready? Here we go. Here we go. I plead the fifth and then stay in my time. Boom. Oh, hell no. No. <sighs> yeah, no, no <laughs> we, we don't do compounds here. We, no, no, no. All right, so let's, let's, <laughs> so let's, let's, let's be honest with each other. We're, we're, we're family here, right? Let's be honest with each other. One, he didn't resign with New Japan. I truly believe he's still under contract and just played the game. Well played to Jay. Number two, I'm not disappointed that he's still in New Japan because he's, other than Naito, he's still my guy and he's still going to do great things. I am a little disappointed because there's nothing left for him to do, but get that money. I am mad at it. Number three, the only qualm I have with the entire situation is why in the fuck did you have to redebut the fucking night of the Rumble? You couldn't give me a date. You couldn't give me, like, just some time in between. You had to troll me that hard that, like, literally as soon as the Rumble was over, I see your ass giving the Blade Runner to Ishii. Like, you couldn't give me a day, bro. We better than that. And, no, I'm not going to change my Twitter handle because Vince McMahon got to know who the hell Jay White is because when that contract is up, that blood money run long, baby. That peacock money run long. 700 mil a year domestic. And run long. Jay White will be in the WWE as soon as his contract is up. You can quote me on that. We should, because you know, uh, Jay White has been a big fan of doing the blue cap salute to bad takes on Twitter lately. So <laughs> I you know, I think you should definitely put that as a quote tweet for uh, when you retweet this the show and see if Jay picks up on it and he gives you the blue cap salute or if he gives you some other kind of reaction because that's uh, that's going to be fun. I'm mad. I'm not stupid. <laughs> How is that stupid? That's still, you know, acknowledgement. It's exposure. It's good. No, I don't I don't I don't need any negative reinforcement. No, I need <laughs> I need love. All right, as come on. Come back. Great as the late great modern philosopher James Todd Smith once said, I need love. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When did LL die? Oh, I didn't say late, huh? My bad. Philosopher. <laughs> 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 James Todd Smith. My apologies to LL Cool J. 
and his family. I mean, well, he died for a minute when cannabis put out. I'm gonna shut up. Never mind. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, we just killed LL off tonight, man. K Fave is is uh, Jesus. It's Christ. fine. You Ladies love him. Not right. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And second round knockout came out. LL Cool J was dead for about two days. Be keeping the buck. But I'm getting to insider rap. Come um, on, man. The floor is yours. Go ahead and make fun of me. I'm I'm expecting it and, and welcome. LL rose from the dead like the Undertaker tonight, Jack. Shout out to James Todd Smith, man. Andrew, go ahead and get in here, man. You're obviously our, our resident New Japan expert, sir. I mean, I I, I said it in pre pregame before uh, Bandwagon Nerds, and we kind of talked about it here a few times. We all thought it was a work. I I don't know what his contract is because apparently, as I was talking about the Blue Cap salute. Meltzer tweeted out something about how, oh yeah, well he's got a seven-year contract, Ooh. and that was two years ago. Stop it. Anyway, I love you for that, Tony. Stop. I really I do. Meltzer, for not Sean Mooney. Who? And shut the fuck up. Darnell <laughs> Mooney. He's a wide receiver for the Bears. He's pretty good, actually. Oh, whoa, whoa! We did, go. did you say Darnell Mooney? Yeah, he did. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm pretty sure but that's his name. What about Paul Mooney? Who? Anyway. Paul Lasseter. Oh, you. You, you will not disrespect the good goddamn name of Paul Mooney, man. He's a legend. He used to write for Richard Pryor. Come on, guy. No, we, we, there will be no Paul Mooney slander on these airwaves, sir. Oh, Paul Mooney is a legend. Yeah, I got to yes. get him. Yes. Go ahead. Why are you looking like Steve Jobs out there, Andrew? Go ahead and say what you got to say, <laughs> man. <laughs> I wasn't the one looking like Steve Jobs there, but anyway. Um... No, I was just getting at the fact that White, White's been poking holes in a lot of false narratives, and it's fantastic, because apparently whatever he told AEW to kind of shut them up to not go over there about still being under contract for seven years or whatever that Meltzer regurgitated, he gave the blue Ooh. cap salute to, that uh, that's not true, it was basically just what he told them to shut them the fuck up. So, you don't know, and that that's kind of the beauty, is that New Japan is not very forthcoming with what their contracts are but because jay is a young lion he's from the dojo like he's going to be taken care of a little more a little better than some of the other ones or some of the the people that just come in from the outside or some of the veterans that are on like every year every two years so i'm not i'm not gonna dog anybody because jay's jay's gonna be perfect in wwe if he does ever go he's he's gonna fit a lot better than a will osprey he's gonna fit a lot better than most people but it's just one of those situations where I also feel like Jay's got a chip on his shoulder. And he's he's going to be like a new version of Sting in the fact of the way that I think he enjoys making his own way and not needing the big machine to propel him to the top. And he's real, real, quick, real quick, Chris. Go ahead. Real, go ahead, quick, Chris, go ahead. real quick, Chris. I just want to say this one thing. The difference between Jay and Sting is he's achieved everything Sting wanted to achieve at twenty fucking seven. Well, I so mean, did Sting. So did Sting, Sting, quite frankly. But the thing, the thing that can still motivate Jay is the fact that his first title reign is seen as Kenny Omega white boy filler arc, just like an anime, just like a TV show, and okay. he has not actually defined himself as his own man, his own champion, his own as the switchblade. <laughs> So I can accept that. He, he I was can just, that. you know, Kenny Omega's stunt double. Yeah. And he still needs to rise above that. And a really good run, 
a couple good runs at the top to establish himself, he could be one of the best gaijins in New Japan, and that might be good enough for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or good point. Or ten million over the next four might bring him to WWE. So there you go. Come on, baby. That, that's Blood also my, assuming. That's also assuming New Japan doesn't equal it or better. Ten million. New, Japan's, though, New Japan's not giving them Okada money, no matter yes. how good he is. Neither is. Never know. Ghetto doesn't not. put. Ghetto doesn't align himself with nobody. If, you if, know what I mean? If whoever controls the checkbook at WWE wants Jay White to be in WWE, ten million oh, over yeah, four. Ten million over. No, no. Is, to Platt's point, ten million over four years ain't shit. Okay, but that totally fucks up your pay scale because if you're paying Jay White ten million over four years, how much you going to play pay Roman Reigns? That fucks up your total pay scale. But one thing that we He's have already consider- getting way more than that. Roman's making like 10 a year, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, but there's one thing that we, we have to consider is that Jay White's not American. He's not from America. Uh-huh. Perhaps he doesn't even like America. Maybe that's not his goal. He lives here. You know what I mean? He lives in America. When he's not in Japan, he lives in America. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he doesn't hate America. <laughs> the, re- the reason hey. he got into wrestling was because of WWE. Fuck <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Well, I hate you all now, except for Tony, because he played that clip. Shout out to him he, and he won tickets off a radio show to go watch a WWE show, and that's what kind of inspired him to become a wrestler, like in 2011 or 2012, somewhere around there. I forget and, exactly. And you say he's not American. Ain't too many places closer to Western as America than Oceania, like Australia and New, and New Zealand. So, oh yeah. That's- Okay, that's fair. Yeah, there's only white people in three continents. It's here, Europe, and Australia. That's it. So, okay, fair and that's enough. that's only because Doc- England gave, you know, Australia all of the uh, the reject prisoners. The prisoners, so that's why there's yeah, white people they, in Australia they and New Zealand. And killed all the dark-skinned aboriginals, <laughs> but we ain't gonna go there. I'm still mad at y'all. Because all of y'all them, made they're still look. there. No, no. Yeah, it's like five of them. But New Zealand is the only like place a... where a bunch of people, a bunch of white guys, can say they're all blacks and it's okay because that's the name of their rugby team. <laughs> that's, that's, that's real. That's a real thing. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Ray. Fuck you, Andrew. No, fuck you, Andrew. Fuck you, Ray. PC, you're cool. And fuck you, Ray. <laughs> because you make me look like a goddamn blithering idiot. And it's not even that hard. I didn't need y'all to help me. That's I can do that on said. my goddamn self. By my goddamn self, okay? I didn't need the help. Didn't need the push. I thought I was saying something real pithy. Get a new like sex, baby. That's funny. <laughs> I, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I'm glad everybody got laughing at my expense. <laughs> I thought I was saying something real profound and shit. And uh, actually, he lives in America. Oh, well, actually, uh, he got into wrestling because of W. <sighs> That's what happens when you say too many words. You're bound to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Me specifically or in general? In general. Oh, I, I thought the answer was yes. No, Well, yeah, basically. No, Nobody's free of the curse, but, you know, it just caught you there. That's all. It, it happened. It happened. But yeah, I yeah you know, we we talked about it on these airways. We didn't necessarily think that he was leaving New Japan. We did think it was a work. And good on New Japan, man. Because if there's a promotion out there that needs as much buzz as they can possibly get, 
it's New Japan. I feel like they probably suffered more than anybody during this COVID thing because they actually had to shut shit down for a while. So they've got to do things to try to get their name back out there and generate some buzz for them. No, I completely agree. And not only not only shout out to New Japan, but but shout out to Jay for having the wherewithal to become the the talk of the wrestling business while he sat at home and did not a damn thing. Ain't mad at that. So before Bruh, two weeks ago, I did not see it with Jay. I thought he was a really good wrestler. I think I enjoy his wrestling more than Andrew does, but I didn't think he had character. I thought he was as plain as white bread, pun intended. And when he made that heel turn, he showed a side of him that I had no idea that he even had. So shout out to this guy. The, to the fact that people were actually speculating whether or not he was going to go into the E, all praises due to him and his character development in the past few years. Before we move, before we move on, let's 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 hit another topic here in New Japan. Andrew, you brought something up big today. There's a championship match announcement over in New Japan. It's kind of what everybody's looking forward to coming up here. Go ahead. Well, we had a championship match that just happened a couple of days ago. That was a huge match, and it was also with one of the people that uh, I brought up after your Edge declaration thing because it it involved Tanahashi. Hiroshi Tanahashi is has become the fourth man to achieve the New Japan Grand Slam after he defeated Shingo Takagi for the the Never Openweight Championship in the longest Never Openweight Championship match in the history of the belt, and it was just a fucking gorgeous banger of a main event, and that was coming off of uh, Shitochi Kojima versus Will Ospreay in a no-DQ match. That was really good. And Hiroyoshi Tenzen lost the match against Great Okan, so now he can no longer use the Mongolian chop, which he kind of made... Well, I can't made, can't say made popular, but it was a signature move, and it kind of... It's something a lot of us remember him for when he was part of NWO and in WCW with the, you know, the wonderful bull mask and just the, the way he'd bring the, the chops down. So that's big. Then we've got the rest of the, the New Beginning tour will be kind of wrapping up next week. But, you know, we've got the Sonata versus Ibushi match. We've got Gorillas of Destiny versus the Dangerous Techers for the tag. And we we've and then um Hiromu versus Show for the junior. Isn't there a big uh um six man championship match coming up? Is that ever big? Oh, so okay, you That's should you, you so you shit on that title like you shit on like the WWE, hey? So I should never bring that up again. To be, to be fair, the six man titles are lower on the total pole than the fucking twenty four seven belt. They're, They're nothing. forgotten about. If it wasn't for the fact that Yoshihashi was elevated, uh, Yoshihashi had to get elevated to the floor just to get the <laughs> six man titles. That's how bad he was, and how bad those titles are. So Back. yeah, yeah, I I don't talk about that because that's not really anything worth talking about. That, but did you want to bring it up? No, I was just, you know, trying to be nice. It's fine. <laughs> do whatever you got to do, man. No big deal. <laughs> I, I thought we were talking about matches people wanted to see, because I thought that's what you said no, in your whole thing. No, Nobody no, wants no, to no, see no. Ushihashi. No, I reached, I reached down, and you, you pulled me, like, you pushed me by face right into the mud, so that's fine. 
You see how they doing us today, Sonny? You see what's happening here? Oh, I'm okay. I like how now you, you two are just together. Usually you're fighting each other. And now you're like, no, man, this is a brotherhood. We gotta hold well, each other up. I think that's because I'm here. I think that I think the I think the New Japan crowd stuck with the New Japan crowd and the WWE guys kind of stuck with the WWE guys. That's kind of what happened there. Yeah, usually it's a weird triple threat. Now it's an odd tag team match. It is, it is very, so much a, very much a war. Very much a war. <laughs> no, because number one, it is pot is war. But you melon farmers went out of your way to make us both look like fucking idiot assholes. No, he o- no, 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 no. They made you look that way. I was, he just wasn't interested in what I was talking about. <laughs> Fuck you too, Jack. It's the four quarters now. Let's get it. All That's right. fine, man. It's all good. It's all good. Some amnesty from the other side. Be like, no, no, no. He's the one we need to pile on. It's all good, pile man. It's all good. We're playing risk, and I got Australia, so I'll be coming up from where nobody can else come from. You know that's the best place oh, to start. You're building up on all the purples. It's yep. fucking fantastic. Got your all, got your, all your purple asses. <laughs> you get two extra men per turn, and you're still fucked. <laughs> The fuck you calling us purple for? You the motherfucker that, that turned red when it's cold Risk, out. Risk, motherfucker! Have you ever played it? Is it strictly in the sense of the color of the pieces on the board of Risk, Mr. Platt? Yes. Bru- have you I never have... had control of Australasia? I don't even know what the fuck you just said. You never played Risk yeah, before? Don't, no. You don't know about Pangea? <laughs> no, but seriously, Ray, you... Ray, you've played Risk before, right? Yeah, but a long time ago. But play, you never played Risk? That's what I'm saying. It has to be at least, if I have, it has to be at least 30 years since I played Risk, man. I don't remember what happened 30 minutes ago, let alone 30 years. (laughs) What are you doing? All right. You want to bring up categories? Let's talk. Play sorry. Let's bring up some sorry, motherfucker. I am. Well, I'm sorry. I can bring up obscure board games listen, too, you know. Listen, I'm sorry we can't talk more about categories because I usually dominate the family reunions at that. But. Let's not do anything else, and let's get into some other things right after this. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. And then you cut us out to throw to a promo of yourself, your egotistical, maniacal ego. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I'm sorry. Game. Did you want to finish? Did you want to finish? (laughs) Did you want to finish that or no? You're good? Yeah, shit. All right, I think, I think that's checkmate. Will you just put your king down, Chris? Because you're just not winning this that's game today. Pretty, it's pretty done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to stop even though I know it's a losing battle. This must be how Custard <laughs> felt, right? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's what the, it's what historically the Browns and the Cavs feel like. Wow. Word. Wow. Word. Word. How many titles do the Phoenix Suns have again? Remind me. I mean, shit. Recently, we've been a, well. No, actually, no, y'all been good. Um, none, but you you notice yeah. how he goes to the Phoenix Suns, but he doesn't go to the Baltimore Ravens. Who? Yeah. By the way, yeah. hey, didn't you used to be the didn't we used to be the Browns? Oh, exactly. Damn. You stole oh. my team in order to win some titles. So you you celebrate your titles with my sloppy seconds. It's fine. It's hey. fine. Thechairshot.com. Always use 
your head. We already did this on Monday, guys. It's it's Wednesday, so let's talk about let's talk <laughs> the about. Fight has lasted until yeah, Wednesday. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about Lars Sullivan for a very brief amount of time, which is exactly the amount of time he was as as long. Which is the amount of time he was in the WWE. Here's my take on it. After everything broke on him and we found out all the bad things we found out, I feel like WWE took the appropriate amount of time, gave him just amount of push and time on TV, took him off, took another amount appropriate amount of time that they could get rid of him without being directly related, getting rid of him for that. Does anybody else follow what I'm saying there? So, PC Tunney did his damnedest at the beginning of this episode to get us to stop talking about pornography and then with a straight face wants to bring up Lars Sullivan (laughs) as if we could ignore the pink elephant in the room. And I I chose pink for a reason, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I I think everybody's picking up what I'm putting down here. Because the white elephant is a whole different kind of party. (laughs) (laughs) So, I know you get your jokes out, but I actually have a serious take to take on this, so I I don't want to you mean, you mean in relation to the way I set up the topic according to wrestling? <laughs> Again, there, there's a I, I mean, there's a thin line between wrestling and pornography. They're damn near the same thing. Come on now. Come on. Well, um, we don't believe so... you. You need more people. <laughs> um, uh, there is... Can, can I say another news? Well, shit, we talked about Melster. Fightful reached out to Lars Sullivan and actually, in, yeah, there you go, and actually interviewed the dude since after he uh, got fired. And um, this is on their Fightful Select, so I'm reading this. I apologize, but it's pertinent to the, what I want to say. Um, he said that he was done with wrestling after battling crippling anxiety issues to the point where he was struggling to eat during TV days. Um, he wasn't sleeping well. He lost his dad last year, which kind of really messed him up. Most importantly, he said he called himself his worst enemy, and he owned up to multiple issues that prevented him from gaining traction in what he called his dream job. Um, He also said he's likely done with wrestling, and he took responsibility for the issues that led to that, saying some actions were uh, idiotic or idiocy, and he called and his own selfish behavior. So, if I may, just for a second, I want to say, you know, Lars has been the only reason he's been in the news for any reason, wrestling-wise, is for some bullshit. With the shit he said about black people, the shit he said about gay people, then being in the gay porn, and all of the things that he's done, right? I want to say, while I won't ever miss him in a wrestling perspective, the most important thing in life is growth. And it really seems like, even though he's had to take a whole bunch of shitty-ass things and been through a lot of shitty things, with this knee injury that shouldn't have been 18 months but cost him 18 months of his career with losing his father with um, having to deal with some fuck shit he did as a child come out right before he's about to debut in front of millions of people with everything he had to deal with it seems like maybe he's had some therapy or something but it seems like becoming self-actualized and realizing that I was the catalyst of my own issues it's time for me to accept that and move on and so while again I don't ever give a fuck about seeing this man wrestle ever again and I think he's done with that I want to give a man some big ups and shout out to him for growing and acknowledging he was the catalyst he was the demise of his own he was the, he led to his own demise 
So, like, we can make all the jokes and all that, but ultimately, at the end of the day, this resident shit don't mean nothing. At the end of the day, it's all about life. And so, hopefully, he can thrive in life now, now that he's done with this, which clearly wasn't for him. Yeah, we know he was into some shitty-ass things. <laughs> and right on cue. <laughs> no, but no, that all, was clever. All... No, that was clever. That was very clever. Yeah, I give yeah. you. I, no, but, but what you said, though, man, that was very well said, man. And, yeah, everybody should have the opportunity to grow and have a second act. Like, I'm, I'm not dis- disputing any of that. That's fair. If he has found some solace and found some peace and he is able to grow from his mistakes, you know, that that's one of the problems I have with cancel culture is that there's no road to redemption. I think everybody deserves a second act. So that's where it's said. Fuck him. But that's well said. And if he really has grown from this, cool. You know what I mean? And I, I wish him nothing but the best, man. I don't wish ill on anybody. And this guy clearly isn't an enemy. I don't he's an afterthought in my mind. Um, as far as him in ring, I feel like our commander in chief, Greg DeMarco, he was much higher on him than I ever was at any particular point in time. I thought that his ceiling, and when I say his ceiling, I e the highest that he could ever achieve in this industry was being the B-side of an off-brand pay-per-view. So That's pretty big, yeah. though, Chris, all things considered. Some people can't even get up pay-per-views. All right, touche, touche. And, I mean, that clearly what, there was... What did you just say? Oh, God damn. What did you just now, say, Ray? Oh, shit. Shut up, Plant. What did you just oh, say, Ray? Shit. No, no, his, I want, his, no, I want you to just say what you just why, said. Why, 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 why? Why? Just no, no, no! Some just people stop. don't even get on pay per view. Oh my god! Every motherfucker in the world gets on every motherfucking pay per view. That's why they're so fucking dull. Sorry, not against you. Akira Nothing Tazawa? against you. No, no, I'm talking about WWE. It's a fucking joke. Akira Tozawa, dude, Drew Gulak. I said everybody. And I'm saying, like, literally, I, I, I said I everybody. Saying, I, I, I said everybody. Yes, sir. No, no, no. Do you okay. do, you, do you see what I'm saying? I don't, but okay. No, but that's not everybody. I mean, everybody. Uh, well, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Appreciate and, it. I get. No, I get. I actually get it now. And, and yeah, I'm uh, with you. You see how they do? They and they said I was the problem. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Let's move on to topic five. Let's just move on to topic five. Why? What else you got to add to that? Tell me. I wasn't going to say anything, but Andrew didn't say anything. I thought That's maybe fine. I don't need to say anything. You all said it fine. Do you think Andrew gives a fuck about Lars Sullivan? He barely cares about the WWE. <laughs> hey, t- Lars, might show up at, Lars might show up at fucking Pro Wrestling Noah or some shit. For all we know. So oh, Come on. If they ain't going to bring Cody Hall back and Dylan James is off being a fucking idiot himself somewhere else with fucking Bodyguard's new promotion, no one's going to fucking bring in fucking freak accident. He is a fucking freak accident. Fuck him. Glad he's growing up, but fuck him anyway. Speaking of Cody's, Cody Rhodes, Shaquille O'Neal, gentlemen, thoughts here. We're finally talking AEW. Ugh. You don't we have, have a lead in for us? That was it. Oh. Yeah, you're really good at your job, my guy. <laughs> it's an AEW topic, so he put AEW level of effort into it. So, okay, so what from what I understand and <laughs> I, you know, to be fair, the past couple of months I haven't been the most avid AEW watcher, 
But am I to believe or yeah, to believe that Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq, challenged Cody Rhodes to a match? Is that what happened? Can somebody yes or no? Uh, like, yes, that's pon- what happened. Eh, thank you. I was about to say, don't pontificate on it because I'm going somewhere. But thank you. Okay, so that's what happened. I mean, I, 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 uh, <laughs> okay, let me say this. Let me say this. Okay, I'm going to say something good. Shout out to Jay Cargill. Anytime she is on my screen, that is must-see television. I absolutely, positively, unequivocally love me some Jay Cargill. Obviously, she's a beautiful woman, but the reason that I love her and she's must-see appointment viewing in my household is because anything that she's going to be involved in, it is going to be an absolute train wreck. It is going to be the best thing on television that week because it's going to go completely, totally off the rails. And it's going to be on the it's so bad, it's good side of the game. It's going to be absolutely glorious television. And I love when Jay Cargill is on my television screen. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I wasn't sure where you were going because, you know, whenever Jade Cargill gets on my screen, I go from 6 to 12 as well. But then when she starts talking, then that kind of brings the, you know, everything down. But you're right. It's, it, it's great. I pop so hard, man. It's like I'm a kid again, and I'm watching Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 6. Like, this is how excited I get when Ultimate Jade Ultimate Warrior Cargill... gave a better promo because at least it Jay Cargill, man. She, she is, is terrible. Exactly. That's Which not no- entertaining. It's just, yes, it is. It's, it's like watching Jersey Shore level of entertainment. Yes, and it's wonderful. It's junk food television. Right it's now, like you can only TL. Chips. You yeah, can only TL at right least now. Ultimate Warrior wasn't junk food. He was on Coke. No G. There's a difference. <laughs> just TL, no G. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we all, uh, the eighties. We, we all keep our favorite drugs, man. It, it's whatever, man. Whatever floats your boat, you know. I'm more prohibition and gateway, but whatever floats your boat, man. However you get your jollies, I, I, you know. I don't even know if y'all, if people picked up on what I just said there, but whatever floats your jollies, man. Get your jollies off. I mean, quick. I did. Jay Carg- I, I hope our listeners are smart enough to pick up that one. Because Jay- you weren't talking gateway computers. You 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 know what I love about this entire conversation? Why? That nobody's talking about bullshit ass Cody versus Shaq. <laughs> I was getting there, man. I just had to accept that. Nobody wants to get there, though. Shaq okay. is like 10 years too old to even be taken seriously. He you- can't even win a okay. verbal joust with Charles Barkley. Come on. <laughs> you know what kills me about the Shaq thing? You know, he supposedly he's the fucking reason why they never did him versus Big Show because he pulled out every fucking year. But yeah. now you want to do now you want to do the job because, of fucking Cody Rhodes. Yeah, because he, to be fair, to be fair, like obviously he didn't want to get his ass in shape to go wrestle the Big Show, which actually would have been an attraction. Like that's a much sexier mm-hmm. matchup. Than, but he works for Turner, and I'm sure they gave him the proper incentives. I'm emphasis I'm, on the sense. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. He works for Turner. And that makes all the sense in the world. So then why is his big Shaq thing he's doing for Super Bowl? 
Why has he got all the WWE stars on it? Because they're actually stars. I understand that. <laughs> which, again, we completely agree. So what I'm saying is, y- your money ain't making sense, homie. Sure it does. Sure it does. Turner and AEW, AEW do not mind Shaq staying relevant with people more famous than what they have. But at the same time, they have the leverage in hand to convince Shaq to do what they want him to do. I firmly believe that Chris is right in the fact that he didn't want to get in the shape that I think WWE wanted him to get into in order to be at a WrestleMania. I firmly believe that. They said, hey, how you looking? How you feeling right now? Okay, get to this number. Here's what here's our number. Because there's no way he's going to make more doing a cameo in AEW than he would for WWE. It's not even close. And it's not even a pay-per-view match. It's supposed to be on, like, Dynamite. Yeah, it, it, but, I mean, yeah. keeping it all in the family. Keeping it all in the family. He works for Turner again. They gave him the proper incentive with sent with a C. I mean, and, the bar's yeah, set pretty low. Did you see that fucking frog splash off the top rope from Snoop Dogg? Yeah, the fact yep. that Bad Bunny actually did his crossbody better than whatever Snoop Dogg tried to do is says something. With but with a higher degree of difficulty. With a higher degree of difficulty. But he's also stoned out his mind. You know that didn't hurt. <laughs> That's why he couldn't get his balance. That's why he couldn't get his balance they, on the rope. Well, the the real problem is, is if we really want to get into that, is you, you could give him something easier to do to make him look better than jumping off the fucking top rope. They they should have honestly just given him like the Hogan leg drop or something like that. It would have been what funny. If, what if what if what if instead of mist he blew smoke at somebody? I mean, maybe he got somebody high, and then they just walk around and give him the elbow, the and that's guy. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they 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 clearly drug test in AEW. We've all seen Jericho with his melted ice cream body. So, and Moxley for that matter. Like this motherfucker's gone. Think and didn't Roy could help Jericho at this point. He's got such a beer gut, and he's got such a fucking just bloated fucking booze body <laughs> it would take a lot AEW ladies and gentlemen yeah I, I yeah. want them to succeed so bad and I y- y'all know I know Ray knows I know Andrew knows Tony you don't give a shit about anything outside of WWE but I've been trying to give them the benefit of the doubt for the longest because I've gotten in this past with both you Andrew and both you Ray in regards to AEW I've been trying to give these Bella Farmers the benefit of the doubt for so long and I really 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 want them to succeed but yeah, they're but. fucking this shit up so all that shit buddy. used to call me it's a hater back in the day in the other and see which one fills up first. Which one fills up first, buddy? <laughs> By the way, he, he you he has on AEW as we speak. I see it in your background. Oh, I, I, I saw the horse for Hangman Page's fucking entrance. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. Britt Break Baker was a wrestling friend of the show, Thunder Rosa. No, I was ta- I was talking Rosa. about horses. I didn't mean horse face. I'm sorry. I meant the horse. Hey, was you, you watch your goddamn mouth. <laughs> Uh, she's a dentist. She can fix it. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> she's just not a plastic surgeon. <laughs> Horse face Brit, baby. <laughs> yeah, tripping, man. 
Yeah, that's true. That's what all a, what a deal, night man. to come on, my god. This is every night. <laughs> if it, Adam Cole stands on Britt Baker's nose, then he's 6'4". It's fantastic. That's how he gets the fucking heat for being the fucking champ. Pop, that's <laughs> the end of the show. Wrap it up, Platt. <laughs> god damn you. I don't give a shit. Look, y'all know what it is. I don't give a shit what y'all say. Y'all know what it is. Ray... Thanks for coming on, brother. We really do appreciate it. We always have a ball when you come on. And every time you come on, we get what I affectionately dubbed the Ray Cash bump. <laughs> in other words, we get a bump in views. So, yes. That's the, true. We but, just have to make sure we put with Ray Cash on this one like we did the last one, and we'll get pretty good views. <laughs> well, thank you. I am honored that that's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Thank you. There's oh, no way your oh, name's yeah, in the thanks. title this time. Not a chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'll retweet it and just say I was on this, and there we go. And make sure to tag Jay White with your take. The name of this podcast <laughs> will be called Pot, Pot is War without Ray Cash. <laughs> There's a contingent of people that'll love that too. Trust me. Damn it! I'm fucked either way. To listen to your stuff. Wow. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. I said Jordan Fox still listens for your stuff. <laughs> By the way, uh, if you listen to Chair Shot Radio, the uh, head trauma, we got a good Jordan Fox joke in there too. So, uh, yeah. Jordan what? Fox, you know, they, oh, they come, they come hot and heavy, bro. I never. The shade is real. <laughs> the shade is real. I understand hey. why the shade is real, but you know, I, I, mean, I gotta you know, pick up my umbrella for the We shade. were all there no... for that fucking meltdown and we're like, what the fuck? Holy shit, what the fuck was that? I got no beef with dude, but yeah. fuck him. I got no beef with him. Like, you know, live your life, bro, but like these jokes gonna come. You set yourself <laughs> up for that. <laughs> like everybody's thought. Cause he he came in the in the chat like oh yeah man I had to fire my coals this and that like he was on you know like he put his dick out on the table and then all of a sudden you listen to the show and well what did he really say that was that wrong what hey uh, Kanye uh, himself on that he put his dick on the table and then somebody choppy choppied it off <laughs> ladies and gentlemen if all right I, if I made my best Chris Platt impersonation. Ladies and gentlemen, and those all in between, please, the first rule of being in the public sphere is know your fucking audience. All right. On that note, nobody cares about what the fuck we're talking about except for us right now. So, Platt, <laughs> wrap up wrap up the show. All right. All right. Mr. Cash, again, man, thanks for coming on. We really do appreciate it. It's always a ball. You have an open invitation. You are part of the extended family. Well, not even the extended family, man. Shit, we family. As much as we fight and argue and fuss and bicker with each other, we family. So why don't you let the good folks know where they can find you? Uh, you can find me at JWhiteNZ. And my burner account is at It's Ray Cash, R-E-Y as in Mysterio, T-A-S-H as in dollars. And if I may, uh, yeah, holler at Outsiders Edge CS uh, every Friday on the on the Chair Shot Radio Network. And Head Trauma, uh, the... Uh, PC Tunney's favorite term. The midweek mainstay of Chair Shot Radio. That one's good. Every Thursday morning. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah. yeah that one's good. Oh, can I say the other one? Can I say the other one? No. No, no. He likes mainstay. It's not, it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> the other one would don't be, be. Hey, don't, don't, don't be hating. But that's fine. 
It's just I don't. I just want to. I just want to spread falsities. <laughs> and you can also find the former Lars Sullivan from the WWE in his latest feature film. Coincidentally enough, also named Head Trauma. So look out for that on the interwebs sooner rather than later. So does Raw. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Mr. Belaz, bro, might we wish you good fortunes? I don't believe in luck, so I'm going to wish you good fortunes this Sunday as your Tampa Bay Buccaneers go up against the the... I don't want to say behemoth because that's not the right word. But it says the defending champs. The defending champions. Okay, fair enough. The defending champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, while you take your victory lap, let the good folks know where they can find you as well. I mean, I hope it's a victory lap. That That's the one flagship I think Tunney can get behind because I just want to see those those cannons fire off every time they score. Oh, fuck you, Tunney. Come on. you got to love the story. Well, <laughs> you... You, you, you low-key just bears yourself because the NFL actually came out today. Breaking case. Oh, I know that they can't do it, but I just I want somebody to do it anyway. Fuck why don't you light it? Why, do? why don't you light a cannon in your in your front yard? You own. Fuck it. You, you, Let off a cannon. You realize where I live? That's not good. That's no, that's better. I, that's I know it's better. You live in Jersey. That's like Tuesday in your world. Who gives a fuck? What places do you know that fire off cannons? What revolutionary no, no, no. ass town do you know? Do you live in Gettysburg? Like wait, Jersey wait, wait, ain't wait. the bird. That bird. The, the better <laughs> the better question is, if there was a place to fire a cannon in the middle of the day, where would it be? And Jersey is top three. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think. would think like Montana, where there's like more fucking cows than there are people. So you'll just fucking have like hamburgers for days. That's all that one works out for. But no, fine. It, anyway. It, it, no, it's Texas, Florida, and Jersey. Those are the top three. Oh, no, in Texas, they shoot back. No, thank you. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, Twitter, IWC Warchief, without cannons and without firing in Texas, not going to happen. And then uh, F fucking on the chair shot, covering New Japan, Impact, even occasionally like a WWE or an AEW, just never ROH, because fuck ROH. Wow. Jay Lethal, shout out to you, sir. Uh, Mr. Commissioner, other than here, there, and everywhere, who else can they find you? Please. Uh, you'd be on the chair shop more than DeMarco, and, you know, this is his baby. Well, it was Royal Rumble week. We had to kind of, you know, put out a lot of content, make sure we're going strong here, road to WrestleMania. Follow me at PC Tunney. Please continue to listen to everything on the Chair Shot Radio Network. I think. We're really privileged to be a part of it with all the great people and podcasts we have going on. Um, it's just a great group, and thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Our listenership was up a ton in January, so that's thanks to everybody that's clicking on ChairShot Radio Network, going to thechairshot.com, and just taking the time to let your earballs get infested with our infectious entertainment. And, Greg, we, we all love you get better and we're all sending you positive vibes I just had to throw that out there you all can find me on Twitter at the real C Platt I'm going to be drunk tweeting this Super Bowl from where TBA or TBD right <laughs> more importantly again I say it week in and week out show in and show out if you appreciate the 
content that we do provide here at the chairshotradio.com and I know you do because you're out there, you're listening, you're reading, you're clicking. We see it. We know you're there. The best way to make sure that we keep providing that content is by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t-shirt. We literally have something for everybody. If you hate Dave Meltzer, a.k.a. he missed his cue, but who? Hashtag journalism. Hell, if you love Jesus, guess what? Jesus did the job. Who? We got that shirt for you as well. Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, never heard if, of him. Hey, Christ? Hey, Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> Christ. Either way. Yes. I got you. It goes both ways. Christ. Like Lars Sullivan. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoy the revival, if you enjoy the New Day, save tag team wrestling. I love tag team wrestling myself personally. So, not that there's anything wrong with that, Lars, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Oh, I thought you were going to uh, say tag I'm, team all wrestling. All I'm saying is. Keeping are going both ways. Where are we going with that reference, buddy? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Type in the promo code thank you because we thank you all for listening and we want to show you our appreciation. You'll get 20% off all of your orders at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Thank our special guest, Mr. Ray Cash, for coming in this week. Woo-hoo. For Andrew Belaz. For the Commissioner PC Tunney, I'm Mr. Velvet Pice, Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you back here next week. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, shalom. Hit it, Carly. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.